Aaron, check out that video. I'm not checking out that video. <laughs> check out that video. Don't send me a video while I'm trying to do this. Trying to look up a list. Check out that video. Shh. This is also, I'm echoing through somebody. I don't know who you're echoing through, but it, I can hear it, and it sounds terrible. I think it's Jake. It Jake, was. Anyway. possible. It. I'm sorry. I was trying to watch this video. <laughs> Jake, don't listen to <laughs> Caleb. <laughs> Give me a category. Here we go. Bizarre, entertainment, general knowledge, lifestyle, science, society, or shop. Don't say science, Caleb. Science, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know why that's a question. Dadgummit. Let's see. Sobering facts about the U.S. nuclear arsenal. I feel like we need to start this cast off a little bit more up. up. Yeah. Any list that starts with sobering isn't going to be fun. Um, Entrances to hell that you can visit. Ah, uh, That's probably not real. Innovative applications for VR? No. No, okay, all right. Um, Bizarre schemes corporations tried to get away with? Dude, I don't think... Oh. Okay, well, that one wasn't bad. I was about to say, I don't think science is going to have anything good, but... I don't think this is science, is it? What? No, this is is science. science. What? All of this is science? The random things businesses tried to get away with is in science? Uh, It is in science. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, these people don't know what science is. Sorry. Apparently not. I don't know. It's an know. internet list. They don't know shit about shit. That's um, true. Ooh, we could do top ten Jewish crime syndicates. What are we doing right now? <laughs> I'm looking We're at learning. Are we looking. actually is this actually like the podcast? We're wasting hey. my sleep time. We're wasting Caleb's sleep time. <laughs> Caleb could be sleeping right now. I I'm, could be. I'm sleeping. sorry. Okay. Are you? I don't think. Yes. I think it's too late. All right. I give up. Do you watch that else. video? That's the important. Part. I'm not watching the video. Wait, what's the video? And now Alex is posting videos. <laughs> oh no, that's just an image. Vroom, vroom. <sighs> it's what if Bloodseeker were a Bugatti? <laughs> it's so dumb. Wow. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> hey, how's okay. everybody doing? Bad. Why? Tired. Why? Because we went through all of the heroes in battle, right? And then Caleb was like, no, I gotta get off. Well, we're we supposed to start this thing hero. at 8 o'clock and 9.15 rolls well, around. We're still not know, doing anything. If Jake would have been here on time. You know, we've been here here Jake. At 8. Jake's really You were here at 8? Were you I was. I left ago? at like 8.20, your time. What are you talking yeah. about? My time? I'm on your time. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. I don't know where you are. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else's time. Okay, whatever. Chad, how about you? How are you doing? Because these other three people are just apparently mad. You talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to no, you. No, the How other you doing? Chad. I'm doing pretty well. Um, kind of wish I was playing Rocket League right now. Oh, whatever. Why don't you? Whatever. Why don't I? Because I'm not. Because I'm downstairs. Because oh, right. you're casting. That's why. Mm, okay. Not the I answer. found a list for us. I found a list for us. Are you ready? Top ten best written video games. Here we go. Sure. Number ten. Be wrong. You yep, don't know. Probably. You don't know that. Don't judge. Don't judge. Number 10, Mass Effect 2. Okay, sure. Number 10? I was going to say 10 <laughs> feels a little... But it's on the list. We'll see so. what the rest are. <laughs> yeah. 
Number nine, Braid, 2008. Platform puzzle video game. I would give that a 10. You would give I that would... the 10. Okay. Sure. I'll accept it. Okay. Number eight, Bioshock. Eight? <laughs> they're really... <laughs> Excuse me? I don't know me? where they're going to go from here. <laughs> What's above this on the list? <laughs> How right, can there be go. seven things? I don't know. I don't know. Here we go. Number seven, Portal. Okay. All right. Yeah, maybe not above Bioshock, but yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Should not be above Bioshock. Number six, Elder Scrolls Four: Oblivion. No. No. <laughs> no. No. I mean, they have quantity. I'll give them that. <laughs> and there are some. There are some quests that are really well written. Sure. There's some quests that are all right written. Okay, yeah. But compared to the other ones, all the ones above it, yeah, it's got nothing. Oh, man. All right, here we go. Number five, Shadow of the Colossus. Chad? Couldn't tell you. For writing? Wait. Though? I was say, isn't there like no writing in that? There's game? really not. <laughs> are, are you talking like there's a me? setting. <laughs> yeah, it was like a about background story. The best writing yeah. video games, or the best written video games. And number uh, five is Shadow of the Colossus. Mm. Yeah, there's no Reddit. There's no talking. There's like literally no talking in that game. I'm not saying <laughs> there, it doesn't have to necessarily there, be talking. It no, just no, no, has no. to be. No, no, shut your mouth. And let oh, me explain. You shut no, your shut mouth. your mouth and let I'm me sorry. explain. All right. I'm sorry. You, are you ready for this? I'm sorry. So every time you beat a boss, there's some ominous voice that's like, "You've done it. Now you must go." And he's like talks in riddles and is like basically telling you who you have to fight next. Uh, I'm already enticed. I'm ready to play right now. It's like. The skies is where it soars. You need to go there and fly. And while you're flying, you must unsheath your sword and stab it. That's really bad writing. That is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm guessing everybody's saying no, that doesn't belong in this list. I mean, I guess I can't definitively say because I haven't yeah. played it, but... I've played enough. I wouldn't say it has good writing, because it does a lot of its storytelling without really, like, speaking. It's a lot of just, like, atmospheric and stuff, so I don't know that it would qualify as writing. Quote-unquote writing. Exactly. I feel like I should be reading this list in, like, an announcer voice. Do it. Number four! I don't have a drum. I don't have a drum roll. Wow, what a good voice! <laughs> I, I'm trying well, to drum roll. Post, it'll sound great. Uh, oh, added in post. Perfect. Great. Great. <laughs> All right. Number four, the precursor to Heavy Rain 2005's Fahrenheit Indigo Prophecy. Okay, I haven't played it, but that sounds wrong. <laughs> uh, Fahrenheit was okay. It was okay. Just okay. So it doesn't belong in the top ten. I don't think. Fahrenheit would be anywhere near above Mass Effect, Bioshock, Portal. You're going to love some of the other ones. We have three more. Here we go. I hope Number three. A Call of Duty. Call of Duty. No. Number three. <laughs> Silent Hill 2. Oh, okay. Fine. Never played that. Was it that good? I haven't played it, but I know enough about it to know it deserves a spot on the list. Okay, fine. Number two. Deus Ex. The original? The original. Yo, that's 2000. pretty good. I'd say, yeah. Again, haven't played it, but that sounds reasonable. Um, and number one, anybody want to guess? Anybody? Doom. No. Spec Ops. Wait, hold on, hold on. Come on, guys. My Little Pony. Oh. Zelda. Oh, was it not Spec Ops the line? No. Mm. Uh, Guild Wars One. Nope. World of Warcraft. No. no. Uh. What other games are there? <laughs> there are none. You games. named all of them. Evolve. <laughs> 
You grabbed him up. No, number one is Half-Life. Half-Life. I can see that. The first one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it just about a scientist who fights demons from hell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you ready for this? This is the best part. At the very bottom, there is an honorable mentions list. Here we oh, go. God. Fallout 2, Fallout 3, Kingdom Hearts, Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Fathers, Bully, Assassin's Creed, and Call of Cthulhu, Dark Corners of the Earth. Bully? Did you say bully? Like the I believe he rock did say bully. Game? I did say bully, the rock star game. Bully. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's garbage. <laughs> I like that game, and that's garbage. Good Mass Effect 2 needs to be moved to number one. It probably should <laughs> um, be. Bioshock. Bioshock. Be. Definitely. Jake, Jake knows. Other yes. games that should have been included in this list that weren't? Anybody? Spec Ops The Line. Spec Ops The Line, yeah. It's that good? It's yeah, good. Oh, man. If, if we're talking strictly in terms of writing, yes. It's good. Uh, I've heard... Uh, is uh, Dead Space up there as well? No. No. Idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was fine, but no. Well, that was our top 10 list. It's not as bad as the Forbes one, I guess. I'd say maybe one of the Batman games. I don't know about in terms of writing, though. Yeah. I would say Undertale, but I might be biased (laughs) in that I'm incredibly biased. (laughs) I think you're biased. I am. But I still think it deserves a spot. Well, like I said, I don't think at least it wasn't as bad as Forbes, so. That's true. We'll we'll go with that. The Steinsgate visual novel. What? Not a game. What? Yeah. That Distinctly is a not a game. You Definitely not a game. Definitely buy not a it game. on Steam. It does it not mean a it's a game. Steam sells things that are not games. It's true. Visual novels are definitely games. Okay, so quick story to start things off before we go into other interesting things. Wait, uh, have we started the podcast? Yeah, a long time ago, man. Where you been? But like, I'm confused. You want to say hello? Say hello to everyone. Uh, my name is C. Swizzle Mac Daddy. Uh, joined by a a Ronnie, Alexio, J Kobe, and Khalid DJ Khalid. There we go. Uh, That's me, DJ Khalid. I think you know Khalid. Khalid. Yeah, definitely. Khalid is yeah. Uh, DJ Khaled's his nickname, but definitely Khalid. <laughs> He's DJ Khalid, but his nickname is DJ Khaled. That's which no, a little confusing no, when you're trying to book him. No, 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 no. no. He's oh, we're just DJ Khalib. Oh, just but his Khalib. nickname is DJ Khalib. What? I don't okay, know. Now Shut I'm up. Really we're, we're done. We're done with that. Uh, yeah, we'll cut that later. It's fine. We're the <laughs> five members of the Horizon. This is the forecast. There is a sixth member, but he went MIA about a month ago. We're still no. hopeful he'll return. Yeah, I texted him the other day saying I missed him, and he just never replied. So. <laughs> didn't Dude. say anything back. He's still not said anything back. Aww. The Witcher, though. Dude, oh my gosh, we're like, back on the list? We're like reminiscing <laughs> over the fact that Travis, or should I call him T-Titty-Tittle-Tits, <laughs> that's his name. Not like you don't. <laughs> T-Tittle-Tittle-Tits. Nailed it. That's, uh, that's his DJ name, uh, is not with us. It is sad. The Witcher 3 has some of the best writing in any game. <laughs> thanks, Alex. <laughs> yeah, thank Just you. So you know. Thanks for the input. Thank you. Anyways, I guess we're going to do a podcast, I think. Yep. Episode 17. Episode 17 equaling 17. I don't, I don't oh, think man. 1 and 7. Uh, 1 and 7 is more like. I think that makes 8. 8. Uh, 
And you put the seven next to the one. Yeah, if you put the seven 71. next to the one, holy crap. Where's Frank no, with his TI-89 so we can make sure we get this correct? Gotta calculate my cheese portion for each day. Yep. Intake. And if I were Alex, I would say, that's called a callback. I'd okay. say that's a callback. There you go. There you go. Chad, you were correct. He did call it a callback. I'm saying him, him saying, referring to my callback, callback is a callback. <laughs> oh god, this callbackception. That's not. That's we're going, not. there's a new meta here. It's called a, a new a new meta. I just called it meta. <laughs> a new meta. Sure hey, Aaron, you got a story for us. I, I heard. do. I do. I've been somebody trying to tell told it, me, but nobody ever interrupted me. You should tell it. Okay, yeah, fine. Because we don't want to hear it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys remember when uh, Turntable.fm was relevant? Yes. It was yes. Awesome. I'm real sad it's gone. Just like gone. Right. Have they not replaced it with anything yet? Nope. Why? Do you guys remember when Spotify Listen with your friends was available? On uh, on Spotify, <laughs> <laughs> you did it through Facebook though, right? Yeah, you yeah did I'm pretty it through, sure Facebook. You did through Facebook. Now it's just not a thing. Like, what are they? Are we regressing? Like, are we just gonna go back to like our TA eighty nines? The only things that we're gonna have? Nah, dude. TA eighty nine doesn't play music. <laughs> we're just gonna go back to the Walkmans. Yes, totally okay with that. We're gonna There's... share. We're gonna share headphones on a bus. Listen. There's something to be said about that, like, semi-scratchy, whiny noise that comes from analog media. It's not digital. It doesn't have the pure sound of digital sound. Pure sound no, of digital sound. We're going to have the courage yeah, to move on. <laughs> We're going to have the courage to move on. Okay, so, Aaron, you had a story. Yes, I did have a story. But at this point, it's been worked up so much, it's going to be not funny at all. I mean... Man, I'm so ready to hear this funny story right now. <laughs> Is it, like, the time that... Your cousin was just, or, yeah. Your no, it's niece. not going to be 30 minutes of two females talking. Okay. No, 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 your niece. Your niece that was, like, really hyped up, and then all she said was, you mad, bro, and it was, like, nothing. Yeah, I know. Sorry. It was, I like, ruined it for it was like, a worse climatic scene than Fantastic Four. I don't know. And the, here's, here's, and the Green Lantern combined. Here's how the story goes. So, okay. uh, they decided to do a potluck at Janae's work. Mm-hmm. Janae's my wife. Uh, they yeah. decided to do a potluck at her work. And mm-hmm. will you quit saying mm-hmm after everything I say? <laughs> I'll punch you through the microphone. So I did a potluck. Yes. At your at, work. Yeah. No, not at her work. At, not, at Janae's not work. My, oh, my gosh. Yes. I did a potluck. <laughs> okay. Janae's work. Um, so everybody brings something on Friday for lunch. So she brought uh, mac and cheese. And while they're getting food out of the line, somebody picks up the mac and cheese and they take a bite and they were like, uh, whispering to the person next to them that it was so good that they could see themselves rubbing it all over their body. Okay. That's <laughs> intriguing. That's enough. <laughs> I don't... What? really likes yes. mac and cheese. Okay, listen. Not only were they talking to just like, you know, saying something weird, but it was to a coworker that they do not have like a relationship with, right? Well, they do now. Yeah. <laughs> Went from zero to sixty real quick. Yeah, yeah. that it did. So yeah, and I don't know if I, if any of you guys ever had the desire to just rub the food that no, you're but enjoying. I feel like this body. could be a viral no. video. What? I feel like I could go into grocery stores and walk up to the mac and cheese and like kind of like make sure somebody else is there and just be like, "Man, this mac and cheese is so good, I could rub it all over my body," and just like pick up a, a package and walk away and then see the reaction. I, I mean, I would probably just leave and not shop there again. <laughs> Especially if we can get any mac and cheese from there. Yeah. 
I'm gonna go have me time with this mac and cheese. That's disgusting. No, stay away from the mac. I mean, that's pretty much what the guy was saying. Yeah, it was a little weird. Like American pie, but with mac and cheese. Wow. Well, there you go. There's my story. All all coworkers leave the room, and when they come back in, he's just laying on top of the mac and cheese. No. <laughs> I can see it. Can you? I mean, I don't know what I'm picturing really, but I can just see the scene from American Pie. Just it's with the coworker and mac and cheese instead. And now I'm I'm a visual person. You know how this affects me, Chad. Mm. You got to stop that. So iOS 10 is amazing because you can send the word "poopin" and have it slam into the <laughs> chat, or when you open the chat message, it'll just be like "poopin." I told you it'd be more effective <laughs> if it had confetti too, so it made the <laughs> sound. <laughs> uh, Aaron was like, "Yo, get on!" and I was like, "Be on in a second. And I sent him a loud pooping. <laughs> Jake, you're, you realize what you're missing out here? Yeah, you God. can't get loud pooping text messages. Jake, you're not missing out on anything. You can't <laughs> confirm. I'm not a big iOS you've really fan. Really converted me. You're not an iOS 10 fan. No. Well, just like you're not a Windows 10 Anniversary Edition fan. No, that's because it actually caused issues. Uh-huh. Your computer was having issues plenty before when Anniversary Edition. Um, yes, but that doesn't change the fact that <laughs> Anniversary Edition caused an additional one, which I do not appreciate. Uh-huh. Well, who knows? It could have repaired like a bunch of others and just caused one. Didn't. Are you sure? None of my issues have been fixed. Well, maybe you should get a new computer or something. No, it's working. Get just rid fine. of that wooden PC box. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. Pretty close. Uh, so yeah, sorry. Again, hopefully my story lived up to you guys' standards. I don't know. Was it, was it nope. Chad? Was it Chad level? I mean, I can go into a story if you want. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Alex, what? are you sending me YouTube videos? <laughs> He's not going to watch yours. He didn't it's watch very mine. important. Why is it very important? Oh no! my gosh. No! Oh, why would, he will watch yours. Why, why would is you... there a video of somebody taking a bath in mac and cheese? They want to rub the mac and cheese all over their body. You're into some f***ed up shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear people in the background going, Get in there! Get in there! There's just something wrong with this world. Guy looks at the camera and shouts, This is the best weekend ever. <laughs> um... Are you okay? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. Oh, my gosh. She's taking a bath and mac and cheese. <laughs> and everybody's standing around freaking out. Are you okay? It's not okay, I don't think. I'm going to mute my mic. You can continue. <laughs> I actually did mute it. Um... So recovery, here we go. So we we're going to talk a little bit about uh, board games, and I wanted to ask anybody if they had heard about uh, Scythe at all. Nope. Big blade. Yeah. yeah. Use it to like chop crops and stuff. Yep. Crops. Like a sickle, only big. I'm basically yeah. in favor. <laughs> Times okay. four crit range. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah. Or multiplier. Sorry. Wow. You sound so dumb now. I know. Scythe is a, an upcoming uh, video, or not video game, board game uh, made by this guy in St. Louis, um, where you 
it's set in alternate history, 1920s Europe. And you essentially do four different things. You explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. And everything is kind of tile-based. Uh, there's like um, uh, factions. You have things with factories, and you use mechs, and you have uh, all kinds of interesting abilities and encounter cards. But the coolest thing about this is it was kickstarted. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. know when the Kickstarter campaign started, but the guy was looking for thirty thousand dollars. Dear God! And he got one point eight one million. Wow! To mm-hmm. fund his game. So you can say that he needs a little bit more money to reach his goal. I mean, that game sounds like it would take forever to play. Mm-hmm. Because it's apparently, a hundred and twenty minute game, so two hours. You said it's explore, expand, exploit, exterminate, which is four X, which is like a video game. It is four genre, like Civilization is a four X game. Yep. So, and those games are mostly automated and they take forever. What? Dude, <laughs> have you played Civ Five? So long. You know what I'm actually like really happy about right now? And at the same time, really weirded out? What? Mac and cheese things still? Well, <laughs> well not, kind of. I'm just like, if anybody ever, like if I were to just die today, like just right now, if somebody were to look at my history, they would... <laughs> Yeah, they'd be a little weird out, guaranteed. You know how I know that? Video of a girl bathing in mac and cheese. Like, you know how I know that they'd be weirded out? It's because on occasion, when I'll be signed in to the Horizon YouTube channel, I'll go on and there'll be a whole bunch of videos on the front page. ASMR? A bunch of ASMR, a bunch of weird soundtrack videos. And then, of course, there's like 10 videos that is all of the 10-hour-long female dubstep vocalist thing. Dude, just toss is. one of those on and you don't have to change music forever. Yeah. <laughs> forever. Yes, I know. Not forever. Like for forever. 10 hours. For, ten, for that you, whole Caleb. day. For that basically that whole day. <laughs> so anyway, Scythe, 1.8 million. You guys should check it out one way or another. Um... I wish I'd have known about it because I'd have probably backed it. Caleb, you ha- have been playing a board game recently a lot. Yep. Um, did we talk about it last week? Are we talking about Thornwatch? Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about it no, we're talking about the other one, Caleb. <laughs> we talked about it last fortnight. Last fortnight. Here we go, Here again. We go again. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about it last week. We talked about it two weeks ago. Is a fortnight really two weeks? Yeah. Last cast. Last cast is the answer. Okay, there we go. We talked about it last cast. Last there fortnight. No. Anyway, talk about Thornwatch, please. Yes, please do. Wait, are we actually talking about it? We already talked about it. That was the whole thing we just talked about. <laughs> okay, fine. You don't have to talk about Thornwatch. Thornwatch is a really good board game. You should play it. <laughs> All right, moving on. You can't just rush it at the end like that. Well, I don't know what more you want from me. We already talked about it on the cast two weeks ago. Last but you've played a lot more now. I thought you'd have some better insight, but no. It's still a really good board game. <laughs> oh, thank you. Go play it. <laughs> okay, I'm sure everybody's going to be really excited to go play it now. <laughs> thank you. I don't you. know what you want. We explained like everything last time. Did you though? Yes. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. I guess what we about, can talk about the Kickstarter. What about the puzzle things? Yeah, we can talk about how That's awesome we are doing puzzles. <laughs> yeah, doing ahead, what then. to puzzles? What? Fucking them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was pretty clear but <laughs> so what about kickstarter what happened caleb jake okay. you, you go yeah ahead. i'll do it that's fine <laughs> either one of well, you pay more attention to all. it than me 
So uh, as part of the Kickstarter, they've been doing, they did four puzzles and the solution to each puzzle was a stanza of a poem. And for each puzzle, they had like a, what was it like a tumbler where you would put in the answer mm-hmm. and then it would take you to a page that would give you like an icon that proved that you like solved the puzzle. And they just did the last puzzle, I guess, yesterday, day before yesterday, maybe. And we've solved every one. And it was a lot of fun. That's all I have to say about that. What was the point of the puzzles? I mean, there kind of wasn't one. It was just kind of a fun thing they did. Mm-hmm. You got like an icon proving that you did it. There's something they did on the Kickstarter. And then you got like each one was like a stanza of this poem that they had written for the thing. It was yep. just cool. Interesting. Worthless is more like it. No, they were pretty fun. It was cool. Yeah, no. I, I mean, you it. could pretty much say that about any puzzle you did. Nope. That was group Which I'm actually going to talk about. Oh, okay. Why are you going to talk about that? Because there's a puzzle that is awful, and I want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Tell us it. about it. Oh, you want me to go now? Yeah, okay. go ahead. So there's this, there's this VR game called Temple of the Apsara, Apsara, I think. And let me see what it says on Steam, but I'm pretty sure it describes it in a way that is not very accurate. Okay, here we go. An exploration adventure puzzle experience unlike any other for HTC Vive. Okay, unlike any other, probably agree with that one. Not in like a good way. Okay, so it talked about how it's mist-like, and there's like an hour worth of gameplay in VR. I beat this game in 13 minutes, and I was taking my time. Like, <laughs> really moving slow. Really? And there are a total of two puzzles. One where there's a key floating in the air, and you have to throw an apple at it to knock it down and pick it up. And one where there's an empty, like, crystal holding thing, and you have to go find a crystal on a dead body and put it in it. Those are the puzzles, period. And it was deemed mist-like. <laughs> and it's supposed to be an hour of play? And it's supposed to be an hour of gameplay. To be fair, at the end of it, it does say to be continued, but the game <laughs> is not in early access. It is out. An hour so of play I when it's finished know... after the to be continued. Is that what it says? No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> was this game positively rated? Um, it has pos- it's, it's overall is positive. It has 28 reviews. What? Overall positive. There must be some serious non-puzzle solving people. It's also really bad performance. It's just not good. I think some of the stuff in the VR section of Steam is getting like fake reviews. Because uh. there's a lot of stuff that's positive, and most of the stuff that's going up on the VR st- section is like half finished, like let's cash in on the VR craze type stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have to really look at stuff to see if it's worth buying at this point. This this is a very good review. You are paying for a demo and not even a good one. You throw a pair at a key, and then you find a crystal and put it in a slot to open a door, and then it ends before it even started. <laughs> really good review of this game. What's the name of this game again? Temple of the Apsara. Alright, I'm buying it right now. Yeah, don't do that. Waste your two dollars. Well, guess what? You could probably still refund it. Yeah, it's two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know what? Fine, I'll keep it. The developer probably needs it. I probably will, but not at the moment. The developer needs to go grab himself two apple pies four apple pies. What am I saying? Four apple pies. You buy four, four apple, apple pies, pies for... from McDonald's. Oh, you're talking about McDonald's. That doesn't count. Uh, well, thanks for letting me know, kill them. I won't, oh, yeah. I won't Don't search buy. for it's that awful. one. It's not mist-like in any way whatsoever. It's not true. Mist-type puzzles. Yeah. 
Yeah, this game does not have puzzles. This game does not have puzzles. There were two puzzles, obviously. Which is more or less my point. Could you reach up and grab the key? To be fair, I put puzzles in air quotes. You guys just couldn't see it because this is a podcast. (laughs) This is a podcast? (laughs) If you want to play the game that's mislike in VR, Abduction. I don't think it has VR VR support. It will. Also, the game's not terribly mislike either. No. No. It's supposed to be the missed spiritual successor thing. It's not. Mist is way better. Sounds like you're a bit of a fanboy, huh? I think he is. I do like Mist. Although I think part of that has to do with the fact that when Mist came out, there was nothing like Mist, and it was ahead of its time. Was it though? Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's still nothing like Mist. Was it? That's not true. I heard I of this VR playing. game where you can not reach a key. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Pretty Mist-like. Yeah. Um. Would you not? I mean, you don't think that that. Uh, what's the other? Um, puzzle game we played recently that came out not too long ago yeah I was the, witness. the witness is like one of the closest yeah. you can find but but you're saying it's still not mislike i don't know it gets close i guess the witness is so good it is very good not as good as missed not as good as missed. i played a little bit of the witness liked it a lot and then like every time i look at that game's like icon i'm like man i should play that game but i just yeah. never want to like launch it it's just too much work to launch it you know what i mean it's like that's like 95 percent of the games in my library how much witness did you play Aaron? uh probably i don't know a couple hours yeah dear can't believe you didn't play more of that game why so good you didn't even scratch the surface it wasn't mist-like, didn't man scratch the surface it doesn't have to be mislike. apparently i've played 14 minutes of the witness? Yep. What? <laughs> what are you doing, dude? I Go don't play know, it. but I know I've played way more than that. I've played several hours of that game. I don't know that you have. Well, I didn't think you had. So I'm just gonna leave it on 14 minutes. I'm gonna go ahead and download that right now, just for you, Alex. Don't do it. It's like 30 gigabytes. No. <laughs> hey, listen. It's not WWE 2K16. That That's game true. was 10 out of 10, from what I've heard. Yeah, it was. Can't confirm of character creation. <laughs> no, there were forty-eight gigs of character creation. Two gigs right. for actual in-game. Anything. Good point. Good point. Because you know how precise the actions and abilities in-game were. Super precise. Yeah, it doesn't get any more realistic. <laughs> it's true. If, basically, if you're John Cena, you win. Or if you're Krumpus, you just fall on somebody, and you win. Yeah, <laughs> he's a champion. <laughs> uh, so, what other games have you guys been playing recently? Jake and I have been playing a ton of oh. Divinity Original Sin 2. That's better than what I was going to say. Not out, right? Um, it is out in early access right now. The first act is out in early access right now. Uh, the game doesn't come out until like seven, the until 2017 sometime. Like when Chad's game comes out? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Probably much earlier than that. I would imagine. This one will probably actually come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so how many acts is the game going to have in, fi- in final form? No idea. I don't actually. How I many think the, the first, first one have? had six. Six. I think that could be wrong. That the could first be one very was wrong. very long. Yes, it was. I mean, to be fair, we have not yet finished the first act, and we've played for eleven hours. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Is it good? Oh, oh it's, it's great. It's so, really good. Yeah, just to give an indication of what Divinity is, the original Divinity. It's a top-down turn-based RPG, sandbox style, and you can play with a friend. So two of you control two members of the party each. You have your main character, and then you have some companion character for that character. Um, And there's this really big sandbox world where you just sort of walk around and complete quests. And the new one is going to open it up to have four co-op 
players, and they add a bunch of additional gameplay stuff that's really good. Such as? Uh, they added <laughs> this height system, where when you're on higher ground, you actually deal more damage and have longer range with all of your abilities. Ooh. Uh, what else, Jake? They actually fixed... Uh, the first game had a bit of a vision issue. It wasn't always clear when yeah, enemies would true. see you, but now... You can see kind of where the enemies can and cannot see you, and vision-type effects actually work. Yep. Uh, what else? They added Source, which is like a special element you can pick up to power up some of your moves. No way. They allude to Source in the first game, but never actually give you any ability to use it. They talk about it like all the time in the first yeah. game. It's yeah, it's true. And yet, you don't have this game, Alex. Yeah. He hasn't finished well, the first one. I haven't entirely finished the first one, and I don't know that I want to play the unfinished version of the first act one of the really cool things it does is it has all of these um elemental interactions so you toss you toss fire on the ground and then you make it rain and it puts it out and then makes steam clouds you put poison on the ground and light it on fire and it explodes all this cool stuff and in the second game they're adding a blessing and a cursing where if there's water on the ground you can bless it and it starts healing your allies stuff like that they're interacting with elements in game yeah, mm -hmm. Are you, I mean, you're not applying those to like you're not tossing down a water bottle with the lid off, letting water get on the floor. There is a water balloon that you can pick up and cat and throw. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So sort of that is pretty cool. Yeah. So it's not just specifically based on environment. Like you're no, able to do no, this. no. Yeah. That There's a rain spell that makes puddles. Yeah. Wow, that you can neat. then electrify. And they said in the second game they're going to give some sort of skill crafting where you can take multiple skills that you can learn and instead craft them together to make a more interesting skill. Like, yeah, they said that in Skyrim when they were talking about spells this is too. different, and they've already sort of implemented a little <laughs> bit of it, it seems like. But you can, you can combine like rain and bleed to cast rain of blood and stuff like that. Hmm. I don't know, it seems like it's going to be really cool. I wonder if all the... Skills are all the spells are going to be combinable at that point. And then skills, skills. We'll see where they go with it. And the uh, Kickstarter backers got to choose additional spell schools to be added to the game at some point. And one yep. of them was Polymorph, right? Yep. Yeah. So I'm excited about that one. Polymorph will essentially let you be able to like alter your body in certain ways. Like the guy was giving examples, like you can get horns or wings or something like that, or you can like grow tentacles out of your arm and like use it to reach farther distances and stuff like mm -hmm. that wow sounds like a cool spell school wow they got a lot of money on their kickstarter yeah they did because yeah. the People first game really so like the first game yeah yeah well wasn't that like their sixth game technically i don't honestly know who made this one but in there's, there's a to lot divinity... of divinity games yeah there's a lot, there's of, divinity a lot of games. divine divinity the divination of divineness i guess to be more specific this one is original sin divinity okay. original sin okay Two is the new one. Well, that's exciting. I, I didn't actually know that they were doing a lot with um, environmental stuff and mixture of spells and skills and what you can utilize in the space. Oh, yeah. It's definitely one of the cooler things about even the first game had that a yep. lot. They didn't have the blessing and the cursing. but True, but they had like making puddles and then electrifying them, yep. or making uh, pools of oil and then burning them. It's oh, awesome. The first yeah, it's title... Really in the series, the first title was Divine Divinity. You would think that would be something that, after a while, they ran out of names, they'd call it Divine Divinity. Apparently not. I was real excited when, um, when Skyrim was about to come out and they were talking about the, the randomization of spell combination. Yeah. 
And then they were like, yeah, it breaks the game every time we try to do it. So <laughs> we're removing it, which is real sad because that would have been really cool. Yeah, it seems like they may have already started to implement the stuff a little bit because you can get Reign of Blood at the beginning of the game. Yeah. At least. So this is, um, you're each controlling two different people or you're controlling one person yeah, each? Yeah, two different people. Yeah, Our guy sorry. and then an open quotes Four people NPC. in the party. Maybe I'll have to try that out. All the Divine games were made by Larian Studios, so it is all the same developer. How many oh, games? Nice. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was the same people, though, you know? Oh, like sure. Like if they had different sects that made different games. Sects. So we got Divine Divinity in 2002, Beyond Divinity in 2004, Divinity 2 Ergo Draconis in 2009, Divinity 2 Flames of Vengeance in 2010, Divinity 2 Dra- The Dragon Knight Saga. <laughs> There's three Divinity 2s. <laughs> well, now, oh my god. In 2010. Uh, Divinity Dragon Commander in 2013, Original Sin in 2014, and Original Sin 2 coming out 2017 at this point. Even though I this love page still the, says quarter four, 2016. I love that the estimated delivery date is December 2016 on their Kickstarter. Yeah, it was originally coming out in December, and then yeah. all of a sudden Caleb was like, Did you see Divinity? Was that on Steam? And I was like, What? <laughs> and yeah. I went and looked at it, and was it was out surprised. in early access. And I read the thing, and it was like, we expect the rest of the game to come out in 2017. And I was like, wow. So they used early access as a way to not get people to be mad at them for delaying the game. Other news, NF came out with a new song. What? Oh, wait. <laughs> you sent that to me. I haven't sent it to you yet. Oh, no, no, no. You sent me something. Yeah, never mind. Called Warm Up. Pretty good. The, uh... I still think he looks and sounds like Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see him. And I know Alex loves listening to his music. Who's NF? <laughs> I don't have a problem with NF. It just annoys Chad. We, uh, who, I was going to talk about the, um, we had a couple other things in video games I wanted to talk about. I was going to uh, highlight the Battlefield 4 uh, free DLC. Does anybody know if that's even still up at this point? No, nineteenth. 19th was when it ended. 19th when it ended. Um, all the D- DLC was free, and Alex, how much did you pay for all the DLC? Like two days before it was free, four days before it went all free, oh. I paid forty dollars <laughs> for all the DLC, and then I could not refund that. You couldn't refund it? No. Oh my gosh! That's I'm pretty amazing. sure Frank bought it pretty recently, also. Huh? Sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it does suck. Could you re? What should we call it? Refund it. You just said he couldn't refund it. You are Sorry, great at listening. Do you listen? He doesn't okay, ever right listen. I think oh, he pro- it's probably one of those moments where he walked away from his computer and we kept talking. Mm. No, because usually I say that and then you keep talking anyway. Yeah, I know. Origins of uh, policy seem to be that it's just 24 hours, and if you don't do it within 24 That's hours, lame. you're lame. Gosh. But anyway, that good things came from it anyway, because... Uh, People all downloaded the DLC. It's kind of revitalized the game a little bit. We're trying to. We've been playing it. Boost things back into up, upcoming uh, Battlefield One. I mean, not all the game modes are actively populated, which is a problem. We tried to play Squad Deathmatch the other day. Couldn't find a server. But the major game modes that everybody always plays, Conquest and stuff like that, are Conquest, TDM, Domination. Those kind of things are still up. You know, I feel like if. Um people were more tactical and it like you know you have half of half of people in battlefield play like call of duty right and half the people in battlefield play like arma <laughs> right there, there, yeah. there is no in between and i've always wanted to be on a team that's just like all arma people just that one guy that's like 46 and 0 on the yeah. scoreboard because <laughs> he's like 
It's hiding in the hills or with something. IR smoke and some sort of like laser sight is sitting up in the hill. You can't even see him. He's just unloading. That's the armor guy. It's camped yeah. there. I just I think it would be cool to play that game with an actual commander and where you have your squads actually moving based on what the commander says and people aren't just running around like madmen like in Call of Duty. Right. Uh, there's been a few times where we've come up on like squads of people and you can see them moving like super tactically like somebody's taking point and then like covering as other people move up. Are there other games where people do that sort of tactical multiple squad movement in a bigger, you know, like in a battalion? Mm. What was that game that were, where it was like 256 versus 256 or 128 versus 128? 128 versus 128. It was MAG on the PlayStation 3. MAG. That's right. MAG stands for Massive Action Game. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Wow. No, it doesn't. It does. What? Yeah, that was the name of the game. <laughs> okay. 128 Nailed versus it. 128. And they split it into, it was like into platoons and then into squads. It was like two different breakdowns. And then you had a commander at the top. And the commander could only talk to like the people directly beneath him and then so on and so forth, yeah, right? Yeah, I think the commander only talked to platoon leaders and then platoon leaders talked to squad leaders. And then squad leaders talked to their squad. <laughs> That's great. Seemed cool. I never actually played it except for beta. Massive action game? Yeah, man. How was that? How did they get away with that? I don't, I don't think there are laws against it, actually. I think you can just call your game whatever you want. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. I appreciate <laughs> I'm just it. saying. I know, you're always just saying. If it makes you feel better, I think it failed pretty epically. Did it? Yeah, I think so. I don't think anyone played pretty, it. pretty hard. Mm. I think that's more to do with the state of the PlayStation 3 at the time. That could be. You pretty much played all your multiplayer shooters on Xbox in that era. And they didn't pack in headsets at the time, so oh. not even a guaranteed PlayStation owners had headsets. Oh, so they're releasing a game where you absolutely have to talk to your chain of command, and yet there's a chance that the people in your chain of command may not even have a headset. Right. Seems effective. Alex, you've been playing a new game as well. I've been playing Battle Right. I feel like you should be saying, this should be like Battle, comma, Right? R-I-G-H-T, question mark? I've been playing Battle, battle right? right? Battle Right. Battle Right. Battle R-I-T-E, Right. Oh. And it is a very cool game. It is essentially like a arena brawler in the kind of vein of um, a spiritual MOBA-esque game. Basically, it's like a League of Legends or a Dota, if you stripped out all of the leveling and the items and the creeps and the towers, like essentially you just have a character that has special abilities and you have um, a partner or two and you go fight the other team. It goes in rounds of like best of five. Um, there's a couple other things like details, like there's a rune in the center that will give a team a bonus and you get uh, what battle right, the namesake comes from, you get battle rights in between rounds that'll, you can choose what you're going to power up essentially based on what battle right you take. That's like the only customization you do during a match. And it's best of five? Yeah, so you do, you have to win three rounds. It's really fun. It's really fast paced. It's really how long is it, short is, games. How long is a game? Uh, I don't know, like 10 minutes maybe. Yep. Caleb also has purchased this game at this point. I have. I've played a little bit, not much. Um, It seems like it's taking off. Like I noticed it and kind of passed by it when I first saw it because it was kind of like, oh, somebody else is trying to get on the MOBA genre and they're just going to fail too. But then I kept on seeing it mentioned in like Dota streams and like all over the place. And then it was in the top selling games on Steam for a while. I think it's still up there. And then, like, uh, a couple of days ago, they hit 10,000 concurrent players. 
So it seems like it's catching on in a way that you don't really see a, a ton of small Steam games come out and catch, especially if you have to pay to get into it. It's a lot of fun, though. The characters are really colorful, and uh, the combat, the, the minute-to-minute combat is like, there's a lot of uh, dodging and countering, and you're trying to like catch the enemies and abilities, like set up uh, combos with your teammates and stuff like that. So it's not like a... Uh, another another uh, uh, entrance into the mobile world that's just like everything else. Yeah, I would say it's not trying to like take... Because there is way too much of that going on. Yeah, I don't know. It's It seems like it's way more casual, but the skill ceiling is still there type of thing. 100% skill-based. The uh, There's some microtransactions in-game, but nothing that alters gameplay at all. Like you can buy chests for cosmetics and stuff like that. So very MOBA-esque. Yeah. microtransactions right mobile-esque unless you're league freaking league i mean they I'm also so... have microtransactions i'm i'm saying that <laughs> they have microtransactions that affect gameplay though they do i you know i i'm really frustrated with it right now actually because i was trying to get to level six so that we could play whatever the a ram is that what it's called a ram yeah yes a ram and they tease you they tease you with xp up to level five you're like man it's like one game one level I think it's level five. It's like, well, I got to play nine more games, guys, because otherwise I won't get to level six. Have you made it yet? No. <laughs> it's so frustrating. And I wonder if there's like a XP you can get per day and it starts getting diminishing returns after a certain That's number possible. of games per day. But like they want to keep you from playing too often? Why don't you just buy an XP know. boost? I'm sure yep. that exists. Probably. It does. Pretty it sure. does? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it does. Freaking league money grubbing speaking of league and dota actually uh they just announced recently that they're going to be taking um crowdfunded uh sources of income for uh prize pool for when league tournaments when is that starting uh worlds are starting in a couple of days but i'm not sure what their plans are for crowdfunding i just know i, I read an article that they've ch- basically changed their mind they used to like basically say dota was stupid for taking crowdfunding because they're basically begging their their users for money and they look so dumb and all this stuff and now all of a sudden they're doing it so their prize pool i think you're right i was looking up numbers earlier is going to surpass probably anything that dota would have been able to do just out of sheer numbers yeah well we were looking it up uh earlier and league has like 100 million concurrent or not concurrent uh unique players per month yeah that's insane a hundred million people per month that's amazing that's Essentially, a third of the population of the United States. Yeah, as of June, we passed 13 million a month in Dota. Uh, a couple other things in the video game section. Um, Moon Hunters is one. Caleb, you want to highlight on that? Uh, sure. So, Moon Hunters is a very story-driven game, uh, in the sort of same vein as the uh, Yog. If you've played the Yog, it's and about... if you haven't, you should play the Yog. Yeah, if you haven't, you should. Uh, it's about these, it's co-op up to four players, but it's about all of your players going through this world and sort of learning things about it. And you're you're hunting the moon because the moon didn't rise and the moon's <laughs> like a god that's worshipped in the world. So you're trying to find out what happened to the moon and you're going through this world and you learn different things in different runs, but you only have five days to find the moon, I guess. <laughs> and... There's also, unlike the Yogg, there's also a sort of gameplay aspect in that there's some top-down hack-and-slash type gameplay happening. There's like which a, the Yogg, there's none. 
There's yeah, it's like just a sun cult too, right? There's a what? There's like a sun cult. That's like the yeah. anti-moon people. Yeah. They worship right. the sun instead. Yep. And they're all happy that the moon's gone. Is yep. this based in ancient Egypt? No. Just, I mean, I don't just, think so. Well, it doesn't look like Egypt. No, like, it doesn't. It looks really nice and the, the music's really good. When they say it's like the Yog, it's like so much like the Yog. Yes. Like the way conversations play out and you like choose... The music. Like what you're doing that that game the music sounds like almost exactly like the yog you get your stats based on your choices and then i'm just assuming that's going to come into play towards the end of the game yeah didn't do it for me i don't know i have to think about it. i mean I, I i do agree it's it's yogish did you like the yog yeah i did ish ish <laughs> <laughs> Um, who wrote Clang on here, by the way? I did. And Screw, screw Fury. Oh, wait. That's <laughs> Screw Fury. <laughs> no, Screw Fury. It's a new movie. New game. I'm upset with Fury. We talked about Fury last time on the podcast, and yes, since then, Caleb has started playing it and beaten the game before I've finished it. <laughs> because I'm stuck on this one boss in the final phase she spits out like a crap load of lasers and you have to like dodge extremely precisely for like a really long time. She's not, that and then hard. also fight her. Don't even wow, say that. Caleb. All you said earlier, <laughs> earlier today you were like, Oh yeah, it's probably one of the hardest parts in the game. There's like one really hard boss and it's not her. Oh my wow. <laughs> so mean. So I can't angry. see your face right now, but I'm sure it's smug the- as shit. the part that makes me mad about this is that all of her the rest of the fight like the five stages before that are just like super easy i breathe through them it's like nothing and then i get to this one part and it's like i have to dodge forever and then by the time that's over my health is so freaking low it's like oh i just got hit once it's done this seems like um chad's chad's style of game where bosses hit you once and you just instantly die so you have to dodge Dark and parry everything. Dark Souls series is just amazing, okay? Are you okay? Dark Souls are pretty good. <laughs> are you okay? This game is not Dark Souls y. It is not very. No. No. Not at all. I may have just had the tiredness hit me. Oh, no. Oh, did you? You're just going to fall asleep, face just face down on your Mac? I mean, but if yeah. I was playing a video game, maybe I wouldn't be tired, but. You know, you can play a video game. We can't actually see you, <laughs> you just need to talk and listen. I've just been uh, browsing YouTube. Oh, that, I'm that works. At macaroni bathtubs. I mean, if I have to go back and listen to this to do some <laughs> editing, you know, it'll be a lot easier not knowing what you guys said. <laughs> so you can just listen to it, and it's like the first time you've heard anything. Like, That's oh, happened wow. a couple times. Like, literally, has happened a couple times where I like have zoned out while you guys talk about something that I have no knowledge about, and then I'll start listening. I'll be like, "Hmm, this is pretty interesting." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that either. And I'm just like, wow, I'm literally like getting informed by my own podcast. That's amazing. I also wrote Clang on the list. Clang, what's Clang, Alex? Clang is the game that when me and Aaron were at PAX, he saw it and he was like, oh man, this is definitely an Alex game. You need to play this instead. <laughs> oh, yep. I totally did because she offered me the controller. I remember this. Right. It's a rhythm game that's also a platformer. So no. you're you're basically going through like playing a platformer, but at the same time you're having to um, attack certain directions in time with music. 
So that sounds like literally all the things that I hate in video games <laughs> put into a game. It's really awesome. It's got a really good soundtrack. How uh, close is it to Electronic Superjoy? Not at all. Mm. <laughs> what about just Beats and Shapes? It's much closer to like Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah, that's is. what I was going to say. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tomb of the Necrodancer, I guess. I like it's, it's like that. It's like if you took the two individual parts, like it's it's things approaching a space on the screen and you have to press a button in time with the thing approaching the space on the screen like a guitar hero or like a uh, dance dance revolution but okay. also you're like jumping through this level and like dodging energy blasts and stuff like that it's very right brain left brain like i'm messing up because i'm trying to conflate these two things that i'm trying to do at the same time yep everything i hate in games all also, compiled in one the entire game is like some sort of acid trip. I don't know how they developed it the, like this game. It's so strange. I thought the demo that I played at PAX, I was like, all right, well, when the full game's released, I'll probably understand what's happening. Nope. <laughs> this whole game is like some weird acid trip. I'm telling you. Wait, all you don't visuals... even know? Like, have you beat it? No, I haven't beat it yet, but the game just starts out and like all the cinematics that happen, it's just a bunch of crazy crap. There's like a big dude with a beard and he like energy blasts you out of a tower and you fly across like this weird electronic cityscape and you're grabbing these tuning forks that are swords apparently while you're flying through the sky. And there's these other people that I guess are maybe bad and everything's like pulsing. Are you sure you weren't acid tripping? <laughs> I, I cannot even comprehend. I just I just sit back bewildered whenever a cutscene comes up. It's so crazy. I have a vague understanding that the guy that I'm not is a bad guy. And I probably need to defeat him at some point. What did you say the name of it was? Clang. Clang. With Clang. A K. With a K? Yep. What a stupid way to spell it. But I <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're going for like the Mortal Kombat thing. Um, so I have the uh, next game for us to find and play because it is essentially an arcade game that uh, we're going to have to find somewhere in the United States where they actually still have one. It is called the Pain Station. Has anybody ever heard of this? Nope. Nope. It's pronounced PlayStation. And yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty common. PlayStation. Uh, Pain Station is an arcade game um, that is Pong, but... Also, on the left-hand side, on the right-hand side, you have your stick where you move, obviously, your platform for Pong. On the left-hand side, you have your hand on two buttons, and you have to hold your hand down on those two buttons the entire time you're playing. If you lift them up, you lose. You have to keep the buttons compressed. Uh, also, by your hand on the left side, underneath your hand is a heater. Um, the panel your hand is on is also metal. And on the edge of the, the machine, there is like what looks like a um, almost rubber whip. So how the game is played is like normal Pong, except there are different boundaries behind the Pong um, platform. And if the, the, uh, the ball hits one of those platforms, whatever it hits is what happens to your hand. So your hand either gets burned, shocked, or whipped with a, My God. Like a rubber whip. <laughs> Man, it's like saw the video game. Masochist <laughs> over here. <laughs> I watched yeah. a video of a couple of people playing it. Not only do they have like, you know, like an, a, a version that somebody created, but they had like successors to the first version. People loved it so much. They're like, okay, we'll make a 2.0. We'll oh, a, my God. We'll make a 
What where does you it, can do change have a the saw blade that just like comes up and cuts <laughs> your hand a little yeah, bit and it like cuts your hand a little bit. Yep, that's what it is. They have a freaking laser that's like super powered that just shoots through your your center of your palm and just like heats it up so much that it's just like basically a plasma rifle. No, so like uh, the first I one wish. did all did all the original things, right? All of the uh, things that hurt your hand. The second one they added on like. Uh, you could cause uh, glare on your opponent's side of the screen so they couldn't see what's going on. Um, they also like had interchangeable whips so you could change the material that was hitting your hand. And in the newest version, which is 2.5, they just added essentially a pain level modifier. Oh. So if you wanted to just really injure yourself, you could take it from anywhere from 50% all the way to 150% yeah, and pain. Yeah, that's when they add the saw blade because <laughs> you're you're at the 0% where it's just like regular pain and you're fine. They just have the whip, the heat, and the whatever else they had. But if you add it to like 100% pain, they just have it to where if you let it touch your side, there's just going to be a saw blade that just shoots out of the table, spinning at top speed and just slices off your fingers. I don't think anybody's going to play that game, Chad, if that's what happens. <laughs> I don't think anyone uh, would play I, the original game, I feel but here like, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it'd be really intense, and it's like one of those, like, maybe cellmates will play it. Oh, do you think that's what they're going to do? Prison. Like, they're gonna, torture. They're going to have some sort of, like, contract with the, like the state penitentiaries, and then just start supplying them with pain stations? They could make a movie on this, dude, and they could. It's it'll be Saw 8. And then it'll just be like Pong. Wait, are there seven Saw movies? Yeah. I was going to ask if there were only seven Saw movies. <laughs> wow. Oh, hold on. Uh, so there's eight. There's eight? Hey. It's Saw 1, or it's just Saw. Then it's Saw 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Uh, then it's 3D, then it's Legacy. They're like, we've had enough Saw movies that we need to go back. <laughs> well, they did, though. There were seven before then. <laughs> It'll be released October 27, 2017. Oh, it's not oh, out yet. New one. It's a new one. Legacy is a new one. Legacy Why? is a new one. And oh, that's, that's so exciting. Guys, we they could go watch it together. It, that's no. going to be the one we that could they... review it. They should have just called it Saw 1. Ooh, and it could be about World War 1. No, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch it. Sounds amazing. Doesn't it? <laughs> Development. Saw 3D was intended to be the final film of Saw franchise. <laughs> Nailed it. Who would have guessed that they'd make another one? I know, right? But no, this one's going to be the one where they add the the pain station, and that's what it's going to be. They're going to be playing Pong, and it's going to be like, they're going to be like tied there or something, and they they have to play it. Okay, can I back up for one second? No. Chad, I got to read you something from the wiki page of the pain station. Oh, no. Wow, during that whip the game, is vicious. During the game, the players place their left hands on the PEU, also known as the pain execution unit which serves as a sensor and a feedback instrument. The following bonus items can be activated by hits in current version of the software in 2006. You can increase the ball speed, double, have double pain execution time. You can have quadruple pain execution time. Ooh, yeah. You can have an almost unblockable ricochet. You can cut the height of the bar by 50%. Um, you can have an electric boogaloo. You, you skipped over deadly row. I know, but I wanted to get to the, most per the, the best part at the very bottom. You can have a death penalty. So are they just kill the other person? <laughs> that's where they kill the other person. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Saw Legacy. A little OP, but that's saw, the way to saw this, right there. this yeah. pain station was like, all right, we need to do Saw Legacy. <laughs> if there is a pain station in Saw Legacy, I'm going to be so excited. <laughs> like, that's one of the things I'm going to do. 
Except that he's like modified. <laughs> His hands like strapped pain. to it. <laughs> <laughs> the keys like in the machine if you win. Yeah. No, dude, you just set it up where they each get hurt whenever they lose, and whoever takes their hand away first just dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then a person will eventually die from all the pain that they've been going well, through? Well, the idea is eventually they reach a point where they can't stand the pain anymore, so they just take their hand off and then they die. Mm. <laughs> They'd rather die than stand the pain. Jake, Jake you, yeah. scare you should me. write. You should write I for these. I should. <laughs> Jake, I'm going to send them my resume. Me. Are you going <laughs> to? Yeah, totally, totally. They should make one of these where if you take your hand off, you lose, but then it also, like, from the underneath the table, it, like, kicks out, kicks you in the balls. (laughs) (laughs) And then it just comes up on the screen and it just says, you know why. I I, I feel like the plot of this should be, like, the boyfriend and girlfriend just didn't communicate well and they, like, broke up on really bad terms and that's why, you know, the guy is playing a game with him. Wait, you're talking about the plot of Saw Legacy? How in the world yeah. does the pain station get involved with the, a because now they have boyfriend to, Now they have to work it out. Also, why does the plot Through matter? a game. Exactly. There's, the plot <laughs> That's doesn't right. matter. <laughs> it's Saw. Never mind. Thank you. Although Saw 1 and Saw 7 are, well, hold, hold have pretty good plots. There's no Saw 1. And there's no Saw 7. You're right. There is, in fact, only Saw 2 through 6. I'm, saw, saw I'm actually saw really confused at the one that I watched. I watched the first one. I know that for a fact. I'm really confused at which one I watched other than the first one now. Maybe the, maybe 3D. I might have watched 3D. Here's the giveaway for that one. Was it in three dimensions? <laughs> <laughs> no. Because I watched it at home. So actually, That I, confuses technically, things. Technically, I watched it uh, with a group of people which nobody else was watching the movie but me so wow that reflects well on you as a person <laughs> yeah it was saw uh, 3d that i saw but no it's like we we decided we were gonna watch a movie so we turned the movie on they ch- they chose the movie and i watched it while everybody else just like talked about drama stuff like it was in i think i was in ninth grade 10th grade something like that who chooses saw as like a party movie though i don't know shaking what what are you talking about? Are you There's... watching a video of the pain station? Yes. No, he's it's watching so more macaroni bats. <laughs> I was about to ask, is it a girl that's macaroni That bats? whip is like so vicious. Dude, it does it like several times, right? It it's hits like, you like whap, 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 whap. four or five times right in a row. Yeah. I really want to go find one of those so we can go try it out, Alex. I'm good. You're good? You're okay? I mean, we could all just get together. You guys could play Pong and some of us could just whip you. <laughs> it seems way easier. <laughs> Make so our own gonna pain be standing there with a cattle prod, too? Ooh, yeah. Every time we get get a wrong. cardboard box and scrawl pain station on the outside of it. <laughs> put you inside of it. Give you a Game Boy. <laughs> I, wait, how is the heat? I have some electric cords. We set the box on fire. <laughs> So, what game would they be playing on the Game Boy? I don't really see how that matters. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. This is obviously a Pong-based game. I'm just imagining Alex and I standing on opposite sides of this cardboard box. Chad's inside holding a saw blade and just like poking it through the top every time we miss something. No. And I guess, Jake, you're holding the whip and Caleb's got a cattle prod. It would have to be one Woo! of those saw blades that has uh, the sensors on the saw that when it touches human flesh, it like immediately stops and retracts. Yeah, well... That doesn't actually scratch you Saw at all. stop. I know, right? Yeah, it doesn't. doesn't scratch cool, you at though. all. Pretty amazing. They usually do it with, like when they do the demonstration, they usually do it with hot dogs. But I saw the actual like deve- like the guy who created it. He just stuck his hand on the blade. He wasn't running. even scared. Nope. He believed in his own tech. I think he I was think, a little scared. I bet if you 
thrust your hand at it fast enough, you'll get a sure. good cut. <laughs> but people don't use saws that fast. No, I think Alex like is just slapping. imagining somebody like big, eye, like eyes wide open, just staring at this running saw, <laughs> and then they just like just slap it. It's like punch it. <laughs> It just grinds in your knuckles for like a half a second. That's you're ter- you're just. <laughs> <laughs> Have you talked to anybody recently? No. Maybe you should you go see actually. someone. I'm talking to you guys right now. Yeah, that's, that's not helping. It's not helping. Yeah, Dave talked influences. about chloroform last week, and he talked about whipping people this week. So did you guys see the link for the chloroform? It was great. Chloroform link. Nope. I found a video on YouTube that explains how to make chloroform. <laughs> oh my gosh! I linked it in the podcast notes last week. Good. So that's for Jake. Great. (laughs) It's your fault, Jake. (laughs) I'll take it. I still can't believe there's a video on YouTube of that. Apparently really easy. Yeah, it's got like two ingredients, right? Turns out making making nitroglycerin is also really easy. Yes. We we should try that sometime. Oh, yeah? You should not try that. Maybe that can be That will actually kill you. I think we should create a coolant by just taking everything and smushing it really close together. Oh, like you learned on the the arrow? Gosh, they're so smart on that show. It's mm. true. All right. Well, uh, oh, guess what game comes out in like two weeks, three weeks, maybe. What is game it? is it? Manual Samuel. Did anyone else play that at PAX? Nope. What? Oh, my God. Manual oh, Samuel. You told me about that. That's because it was amazing and it comes out the 14th. I'm so psyched. What is Manual Samuel? So you play this guy, Samuel, and he dies. But he makes a deal with death that if he can survive a whole day living completely manually, oh, then he yeah, can yeah. continue to live. Yep. So you have to, like, mash buttons to blink and breathe <laughs> and, like, move your left leg, move your right leg. And it's amazing. What the heck? It's so ridiculous, Jake. It is so much fun. Because then, like, you just do, like, the demo I played, at least you just do really innocuous stuff like... Go to the bathroom, take a shower, get dressed, walk <laughs> out to your car. But it's you have to so go to work. difficult. I mean, you get in the car at the end, but that's like where the demo ends. Right. So like, I'm really excited for the possibilities, you know? <laughs> wow. This trailer shows him driving. Oh, oh, yeah. oh gosh. <laughs> and uh, for the record, Death has like a sideways baseball cap and skateboards, <laughs> <laughs> which is just icing on the cake, really. Do you like to skateboards? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's made by the same people who made uh, the dodgeball game, right? Is uh, it? That I don't know, actually. I think it was on the other it's side of that paranormal. booth. I mean, it could be like the same... Like Devolver maybe? Digital type stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, just in the same developer platform, or the same developer booth? Mm-hmm. Made yeah. by different people? Like same publisher, potentially. Yeah. This developer has no other games on Steam, but the publisher has a bunch. Okay. It was probably the publisher booth then, because it sounds like it was just one guy, according to this article, but... This article doesn't have a lot of details. I have now wishlisted this game. <laughs> no, please don't. Dude, take, I already wishlisted this. Well, you wishlist some pretty freaking weird games, Jake. Okay, my wishlist is getting out of control. How many oh games are on your wishlist? This um, says play solo or share control of Sam's body with a what? friend for local oh, lot fun. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, now I'm excited. Yeah, I'm in now. I have 74 games on my wishlist. Oh my gosh! Wow! I think I only have 42. I have 52. I mean, well, it's like whenever I want a game, but I don't want to pay like full price for it, and I'm like, oh, I'd like to be notified when it goes on sale, please. I just toss it on. I am so excited to play this game actually two-player. 
That should be fun. What's it's the Alex? Alex what's the game only, that you so. and Chad were playing with, like Good the time. octopus dad? Octo dad. Okay, there we go. <laughs> yep. The deadliest catch. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, yeah deadliest catch is the name of one of them. That's so. It's stupid. the second one, right? Uh, I think initially it was just like a online like demo type deal, but then the full release was deadliest catch. I believe we played could be wrong. like twenty minutes of that co-op, and we we're like, well, we can't play this game co-op. They force you to take one leg and then the opposite arm. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's the worst way to do it. Just to make it that much more difficult. It's great. Very difficult to do that way, though. I think I just found the best video of all time. Is that a girl in macaroni? Probably. I'm not clicking that link. You can't <laughs> fool me. What am I watching here? It's stereo say in 3D, dude. Is he just moving around my headset? <laughs> Don't worry about it. The person who posted its name is Fartwad. I'm not watching this. <laughs> I'm out. Wait, do you see his haircut? Yeah. <laughs> Who's Fartwads? Yes. yes. His haircut is great. Oh my gosh. It's so good because it's like techno and then it's like Dragon Ball Z in the background. The Dragon Ball Z is just slowly panning left to right and yep. back. No. No. <laughs> oh gosh. This is awesome. Here, it's even better. No. No. I remember watching this actual episode for the first time and just, and just being the most out. hyped I've ever been in, in my little child <laughs> boy's life. He's just crouched down and yelling and glowing yellow, and it was the coolest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but dude, he was turning Super Saiyan 3. The, the ground is literally shaking because he's powering up so much. I can just see you, like, eyes wide, lips pursed, like this itty-bitty kid. Just your freaking head is shaking because you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> like typical. Oh my goodness, <laughs> Alex, super excited. Oh no, stop it! You're going too far, Goku. You're gonna destroy the planet. <laughs> Just stop. Oh my god! Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. People are on like the other side of the planet and they're flying around and they like stop. They're like, oh my gosh, I sense that power <laughs> all the way from here. It's insane. <laughs> you're so weird. Boo is like freaking out too because it's just so much. And he yells like a lot more than he usually yells in this scene. Yeah. He's like sucking the light out of the air. It goes black, it goes for, a black second. for a second. You guys are freaking it's nerding how freaking out right strong now. he is. He's so freaking <laughs> strong. <laughs> now he's regressing to baby form for a minute in yeah. his mind. Yeah, in his mind because he's he's taming the beast. And Bobbity is like super like, oh my gosh, what just happened? <laughs> His hair got longer, guys. <laughs> that means he's really strong now. What's up, guys? Aaron here. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Again, we really appreciate every time you guys jump in and listen to our craziness. Uh, this week's podcast was produced and edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Caleb Juno, Chad McCoslin, and Jake John Fetterkyle. Music again was produced by our good friend Andrew Reel, uh, or as he is known online, Media. You can check him out on soundcloud.com forward slash media official or on Spotify. Last but not least, this week's podcast was again brought to you by Reclaim Industrial a small shop of makers, designers, fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. Uh, in case you're wondering why in the world these guys sponsor us, well, that's because that 
I get to work with those guys often. They are based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check them out at www.reclaimindustrialwithane.com or you can check them out on Instagram. Until next time, this has been The Forecast. Forecast.